is the PRS Podcast and we hope you enjoy. Today on the PRS Podcast, we exhibit Unpunished Murder, a book about racial discrimination, slavery back in the mid-1600s, and the presidential timeline. Seems interesting, doesn't it? So charge up your phones, put on your headphones, and listen in closely so you won't miss a single thing that our special guest and professional historian has to say today. Welcome, Dr. Johann Sachs. Hello, Dr. Johann. Welcome to the PRS Podcast. How are you doing today? Really good. actually love the introduction. Much obliged. Well, what do we have in store today? A few days ago, I had finished a book after the name of Unpunished Murder, which truly hit hard on me, thinking about our current society and how it reflects back on racial discrimination during the mid-1600s. And I would truly appreciate if you could help me prove why this text is one of the best for understanding how bad black lives were and how this text helps us understand the precedents, the president's new and abolished laws, and how it all reflects to our present. Interesting. Well, give me a bit more background on the book, please. It specifically focuses on cases of black people, which were noticed for improving the anti-slavery movement, such as Rosa Parks, who stood up for herself against a white man attempting to take her seat in the bus because of her skin color, a man after the name of Joel Williams, who was murdered by his owner and wasn't punished due to his skin color, and finally Dred Scott, who sued, his fr- who sued for his freedom, but ended up being ruled that he is property, which means he has no... Well, the first thing I can tell you is that you forgot about the 1873 Colfax Massacre which ended up with over 150 dead black men. It all started with a group of white supremacists from the South, which had created a small militia. This led end up to be ruled by the highest of the court in the land. Yet following one of the most ghastly incidents of mass murder in American history, not one person was convicted. Damn, seems like I missed that part. Seems harsh. And how do you think this influenced our current society? Racism-wise. Well, I believe that much of our society has been shaped by the laws that have been implemented by the presidents over time since the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments, which abolished slavery, granted citizenship to whoever was born in the United States, and also allowed black men over the age of 21 to vote. These three were implemented back in the 1865 by President Abraham Lincoln, which even though it might still sound slightly discriminating, were still a huge step for black lives back then. A more recent law that was enforced in is the Voting Act of 1965, which goes back to the 15th Amendment, which states that it prohibits racial discrimina- discrimination in voting. This law was re-added in order to remind people of the 15th Amendment, which allows black males to have voting rights. Obviously, it also implied that black women could vote as well as the Qualification of Women Acts was passed back in 1919, allowing black women uh, to represent the government and all women being able to vote. Something that I think has negatively influenced racism in the present and still and is still happening is immigration. And I'm not saying that immigrants are bad, but they have caused a society with conflicting sides, which reflects back to when, back to when the black people were first introduced as slaves in America. Seems like a lot of information can be acquired off this book. Oh, for sure. The author of this book, Lawrence Goldstone, won a New American Writing Award, and another was a New York Times Notable Mystery. His work has been profiled in the New York Times for the Toronto Star, Salon, and Slate. And what message do you believe this book can convey to the reader? Personally, I think this book allows people to see how racism is a big part of our society and that it has been shaped into a dark and sometimes even violent thing, which affects many people's lives in a negative way. In the past years, I've heard of some cases with young people who have committed suicide because of bullies at school with non-stop racism. 
Something else that I would like to let the audience know is that racism is like an engine and it requires fuel to keep going. And where I'm getting at is with this is that we we people become racist towards each other because we see our close relatives or friends or even random people which we have never met before start insulting others using racist comments which later stick on to us. Wow, that truly does make you think about your actions and what they cause. Well, thanks a lot, Dr. Johan, for joining the PRS podcast live every Tuesday. And thanks a lot for those hearing us daily. See you on the next one.